Welcome to Invest Stories. Whether you're a seasoned pro looking for that next step or a newbie investor not sure where to start, Invest Stories unlocks the mindset, strategies, and techniques of high performers across business, real estate, and investing to help you level up your journey to financial freedom. This is Invest Stories Wednesday Wins. Most people don't do that. They don't even mm-hmm. think about the agenda. Typically, they don't think about the agenda until they send out the invite. Oh, and I found actually that the, the trend I've seen, I'm old enough to have seen a few trends in, in kind of my working life, is no agenda. And then and then showing up to a meeting yeah. and being asked a question. It's like, well, I, I haven't prepped for that. There was no agenda attached to this meeting. Yeah. Well, I say to them, if there's no outcome or agenda, decline. <laughs> I the like meeting. it. I'm not sure I'm ready to try that quite yet. Decline the meeting. And by the way, if people keep doing that, guess what? Things are going to change. No, that that takes brave. (laughs) That takes courage to do that, especially if you're (laughs) the underling. From yeah, no, I I like it. I I I think just just giving people a heads up of what they're working towards or what they're stepping into. It's not it's not a huge ask. Yeah. People want to help. They want to they want to contribute, but you've got to give them the opportunity. They also give them a chance to think about it, not just come up with it. Our brains don't work generally well on the fly, on the top of the uh, you know, on the top of our head. We need to think about, understand, put things together. Um, So, and and some people are introverts. They don't work. I'm an introvert. I like to think about it. So, if you haven't told me ahead of time, and then you want me to give you an answer in the meeting, I'm probably not going to give it, or it's going to be a really (laughs) crappy answer. I need to think about it. So, you got to give me like an hour, a day, or whatever. So, it's a waste of my time and your time to have I think me that, contribute. that leads on to something I found very interesting on your website, which is the idea of um, space to think, time to strategize. And this is something I feel like yes. there's so much noise and then there's, you know, my day job and all this other kind of stuff that figuring out what I want my business to be, what I want it to do and how to get there is kind of piecemeal and, and sporadic. Um, I found walking helps funnily enough. Yeah. I, I take long walks and kind of process. And then I've been yeah. kind of, by the way, that's an evolutionary <laughs> reason. Okay. If you know that it is. So, so we, we are, we are bipeds, right? Our ancestors walked about 12 miles a day. So our brain has been trained to work when you're walking, when you're moving, not when you're sitting, which is why schooling the way we do it is terrible. Right, sit them in a chair, fill them full of stuff, and expect them to spit it back in two weeks. That's mm-hmm. not how that's not how our brain works. So you're hitting on a really good thing, which is which is um, is that we don't. This is where it gets sort of when the science, you know, and, and business doesn't connect. Right, the science you have to understand neuro, neuroscience. You have to understand a little bit of neuroscience. You don't have to go deep because we are we are all crazy. We're irrational, impulsive, highly emotional beings. Emotion is our default. It is not logic right so if you if you want to have people help you grow the business you have to understand that that ideas are insights insights are created in the calm of your brain not in the hurry and the bustle of your brain so that's why i asked this question i'll ask this of you john when you get your best ideas what are you doing i think either walking or in the shower or running yeah on a bike ride on a run whatever right you're letting your brain actually is calm that's when insights happen so if you want people to come up with new ideas and be creative great you have to give them time to think 
And that's what I say about leaders. I mean, your job isn't to run the day to day. You have to understand as your business grows, your job is less and less to run the day to day. Your job is to predict the future of the business. And that is a, that is a creative and innovative notion, which involves insight. And the only way to do that is to fire yourself in the day to day. So you have time to think. Um, uh, there's a, 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 are you familiar with HubSpot? Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I've known Brian Halligan for, I don't know, 12, 15, whatever years. Um, and uh, I don't know him that well, but you know, we connect and we chat every now and again. One of, one of the times I, they had just had like the big announcement. They were now at $450 million and they were six years in, right? I mean, they were, they went from zero to $450 million in six years, which is crazy. Even, even for a tech company. Um, and I, and I said, you know, if you just had to point to one thing of all the things that you, that you did that contributed the most to that growth, what would it be? And he wrote me back. It was just an email exchange. He wrote me back immediately. He didn't even think about it. He said, every Friday for years, I, I am at home and I think all day, mm -hmm. right? I think, what do I need to do to get the business growing? Do I have the right team? Am I supporting my team the way I should? He would just think every day, every week, once a week. And he said, that's what I believe is the greatest contributor to, to what I did. So not doing something, <laughs> believe it or not, which is not yeah. true because you're actually doing something. You just can't see it is, is the best way to help your business. I think, and for successful. me, I think it was that word space. Cause that's what, like I, I kind of purposely booked out time in my calendar to just go spend three hours, get a coffee and just strategize or think or process. And yeah. um, that's interesting that Brian does that. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of what HubSpot have done and, you know, I, I got I got to them through their acquisitions they've made in the various companies, and yeah, it's it's an it's a remarkable remarkable story. Uh, so if that if that's kind of yeah. Brian's take, I could, I'm I'm comfortable with that. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's he's done, he's okay. done pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> so the other the other piece of the the kind of simplification pie was the um, was really around the, the leadership and kind of that servant role. Uh, servant leader, servanthood. Can you, and I, I know I'm conscious of time, but can you talk us through the the kind of uh, what makes a good leader or what makes a good servant leader away from the "I'm your boss, let me dictate to you" exactly? Yeah, yeah. I have my so my thing is simplified servanthood. That's my purpose, um, and but it's not necessarily just servant mm -hmm. leadership the way it's been described. And, and definitions change for people. Um, I, I don't think just the, 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 um, the essence of servanthood, meaning just, you must serve your people. That's not how you need to do things, right? They're not leading mm -hmm. the business. You're leading the business, right? You need to set the vision and vision, by the way, is, is, can be at any level, right? You can have the vision for the company. You can have the, like the long-term vision of the company. Like, so, so with Microsoft, it was a desk, uh, a computer on every desk and in every, in every home, right? That was the long-term vision, right? Um, but you can also have a short-term vision. Okay. What's the three-year vision that gets us closer to that. You can also have a vision for your team. You can have a vision, a, a vision for your division. I mean, you can, you should have visions for lots of stuff, which is basically just a picture that says, Hey, when we think this is successful or working as well as it can, this is how it looks. Right, it's an ideal outcome kind of model, and that gives everyone a sense of okay, we know what we're striving for. So you don't have to tell them what to do as much because they're like, oh, is is, is what I'm doing getting us closer to that, or is what I'm doing actually preventing us from doing that? So maybe I should stop doing or find a new way to do it. 
Um, so you have to have this sort of purpose vision thing going on, right? What is a purpose for the company? And, and then give that to your team mm -hmm. and then serve them, right? And then say, okay, now you know what you're doing. Um, and by the way, serving them also means helping them be better at what they do. And, and, and you know, if, if they're not meeting the standards that we talked about, helping them, like if you sit in on a meeting and have them run a meeting and see how they do, if they don't run it well, you know, don't tell them how to run it better. Say, okay, you f do you remember the standard for a meeting, right? And if they don't, then remind them of the standard and say, okay, what part of the standard do you think we did and didn't do in this meeting? Mm -hmm. right? You just ask them. And if, <laughs> unless they're delusional, they're going to be like, oh, you know what? You know, I had too many people in this meeting, right? Okay, great. So how, you know, what do you think you want to do next time to correct that? You know, and which people do you think should be in the meeting next time and not and, and whatever. And, you, and that's sort of feedback, but you're not really giving them feedback. You're just helping them uncover it and discover it again for themselves. Um, so that's what I think, those are the, that's what I mean by simplified servanthood, right? You're just trying to figure out how to, the things you got to put in place and then help your people become the best. I love that. I think that's, that's incredible. It's, it's, I've, I've experienced a lot of different kind of, um, bosses or, or managers or styles and cultures. And it's really interesting that that works for me. That kind of, uh, yeah. 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 It works for almost everybody, right? You know, give your brains back to your team. It's, That's all it's I'm a, saying. Don't do the thinking for <laughs> exactly. them. Why'd you hire them? And it, it also then, it, it's the, if you're not a good fit, that's okay. You can fit either somewhere else or somewhere else yeah. or, yeah. It, there's, there's a ton of options. Exactly. Exactly. And that's why you need the vision and the standards, right? Because that's when you know they're not a good fit and you need the values, right? One of my the fav my most favorite leader is Alan Mulally, who was the CEO of Boeing and of Ford. And his thing used to be love them up, but hold them to the standard. And then if they don't want to meet the standard, he said, it's okay. Just, you know, put your arm around and say, it's okay, but we're doing this. <laughs> so let's find a way for you to do what you want to mm -hmm. do somewhere else. Right. And he, and he did it in a very compassionate and loving way. Right. He loved, still loved them up. He just said, it's okay. If you can't do this, that's fine. But we're all doing this. So you can't really be here. Because it's not going to be good, miserable. Con good content so around that in radical candor that really got me thinking about. Yeah. We can go into radical candor. I'm not a big fan of radical candor. Uh, for I'm me, there was some, <sighs> yeah, some anyway. kind of simplistic principles to apply. It's like, what am, what am I doing? What do I like? Yeah, there there are certain things in there that are appropriate, but the 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 premise is you must give feedback, and you must give and you can give any kind of feedback you want. I don't know if you know the stories that she always tells, which is she's got um, Cheryl, what's mm -hmm. her name, who was her boss, the Google lady, mm -hmm. can't, no, I'm missing her name, said, you know, you sound stupid when you explain that, right? This was always her story, mm -hmm. Kim Scott, yeah. Scott, and because Cheryl didn't give her the standard, and by the way, she. Cheryl thought she sounded, Cheryl Sandberg thought she sounded stupid, but Eric Schmidt might not have thought she sounded mm -hmm. stupid. Larry Page might not have thought she sounded, sounded stupid, right? And so she, Kim Scott changed how she was because one person gave their opinion on her, right? And the, the best definition I've ever heard of feedback is feedback is you talking about you in the presence of me. Mm -hmm. right? you're, you're, you're not talking about me at all. You're talking about yeah, how you true. feel about me. Not me. So you got to be really careful because it's your opinion. It's your filter. It's your experience that you're bringing to this as opposed to the standard, right? It's your standard, but it doesn't necessarily mean that's everyone's standard.
No, I, I think that's, that's my really issue. And, Radical. You know, I've, <laughs> you have this uh, track record of experience and and study and stuff. So I've I'm just very much the scratch the surface, read the book, and get some lessons out of it. So there's probably quite a few levels down, right? So uh, <laughs> it's 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 interesting, and, and cool. I guess probably reading it again, I'd I'd probably take maybe something different away. But um, that's I've read my book like seven or eight times just to remind myself. <laughs> That's amazing. Of stuff. That's oh amazing. yeah, I forgot about I love that. The honesty. <laughs> so yeah, I want to be mindful of your time. I feel like we didn't even touch upon growth and how you help organizations grow. Um, how can people work mm-hmm. with you? What's the what's the kind of best route to connect? But also, what what can you do working with organizations? Yeah, sure. So I do three or four things. Um, main thing I do is I'm, I'm this coach slash teacher, right? I basically teach this framework. I work with the CEO or I call head of company and his or her team. I typically do that. It's sort of a one-on-one situation. Um, uh, we're try- I'm trying to set up this thing where I can do one-to-many, sort of a classroom kind of model. Um, but that's been difficult to get going because getting a whole cohort of people starting at the same time is difficult. Um, but that's my main thing I do. I also do some one-on-one executive coaching where I focus much more on growth than I do on behavior. Most executive coaching is about behavior change. And and yes, that comes from what I do, but it's not my focus. It's like, you know, are you trying to be, you know, um, uh, more thoughtful or a better listener? Um, I think the way I go at it helps them to be a better listener uh, and helps them also grow the business versus the other way. I'm not saying one's better than the other. I just, it's just a different approach to do the same thing. So I do sort of one-on-one coaching that, that way. And then I, you know, I, I write a little bit, I do a blog post twice a month um, and I do some speaking. So, but my main gig is, is, is that, and you can find all of that on my website, which is Catalyst Growth Advisor. And we will put the links in the show notes and check out the blog as well. Um, always good Thank to you. be able to get all that free, good content uh, very easily. Uh, I feel like we we're obsessed with the, or I'm obsessed with YouTube videos, but then, you know, it's, there's a stickiness to reading a good blog post. Yeah. YouTube, <laughs> YouTube is great. Yeah. I, I do. I don't do YouTube videos. I, I just feel a little shy, but on my book, I have 25 different exercises that I have written out so you can do them, right? Like, so you can like download them and try them yourself. My book is definitely a do it yourself book. It's not everything, but it's, it's the essence. It's back to that few things truly matter. I try to put in the few things that, if you did these few things really, really well, you're a long way there to taking that. Amazing, yeah. So book. check out the the book. Uh, yeah, as as we said, the link is in the show notes. So uh, well worth a visit. Bill, I'd I'd love to get you back on the show. I feel like we've scratched the surface, but um, I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Sure. Happy to. This was fun. As awesome. Thank you. Thanks, Bill, and we'll be back next week. please consider sharing and writing a five-star review. Check out the full show on Friday on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.